All right, did you finish your milk duds? Can we start this? Or are you those milk duds still stuck in your teeth? Listeners, Ryan is extremely anti-milk dud. Extremely. I participate in anti-milk dud marches. I love a milk dud. No, the and worst. And I'm not afraid to say it. The worst. That dots... I think How can you compare dots and milk dots? Because they're both pointlessly no. sticky. They get stuck in your teeth. Not sticky. They are what kind too of much weird work. milk duds are you eating that are coming out Regular sticky? Regular milk duds, they get stuck to your no. teeth. Yes. Are you kidding? I think I still have milk they duds stuck in my teeth from like the last 10 years. Because you have such big gaps between no, your teeth. No, they should slide right through. They should effortlessly slide no, through my teeth. It's your yeah. poor dental work. <laughs> It's not the milk dud's fault. It is the milk dud's fault. Mm, I love a milk dud. Okay, I know. I mean, again, this might just be. This is why we're not married anymore. This, this <laughs> is it. <laughs> if this is it, <laughs> uh, is the demise of our marriage. This is it. <laughs> oh boy! So we have no shout outs, everybody. I, uh, so I can give get, a shout out to get your fucking acts together, everybody. I can give everybody. a shout out to Becca. Okay. Who uh, sent us a funny message with a clip of Michael A. when Adam left saying, I don't know that guy. <laughs> and then the, the caption said, Michael A.'s son every time he comes home. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, thanks to everyone who said hello to us on our kitten video. Oh, yeah. The cat oh, video. Sure. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> we have just become like the rest of the internet cat content. Yeah. It's either cat content or conspiracy theories or cat-based conspiracy theories. Yeah, so check out our video of Izzy, our content, and uh, mm-hmm. you're going to love it. You're going to love that little bit. You're going to love it. <laughs> you're you're going to love it. You can't get enough. Watch it again and again. Share it with your friends and family, the ones that you love the most. Let's make this go viral. <laughs> Look, guys, there's a kitten. Yeah, so uh, you want to dive into this episode, I suppose? Let's dive into the pool that like Aaron. Aaron's not going to with Genevieve. <laughs> I feel like we should also say thank you to everyone who sent in questions. We promise we are going to do a separation anxiety, uh, ask us almost anything. Yes. About- whatever sicko out there asked what Ryan's favorite sexual position is, we will not be answering. But you could wouldn't probably you, guess. Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. The world is clamoring <laughs> to know. Let's just say that uh, I spent a lot of time doing missionary work when I was younger. <laughs> that Church of Christ influence really rubbed off on me. Um, yeah, gang. So we, you, it's not too late to send us, ask us anything questions. But, Almost anything. Uh, it's a little late. I mean, you're at the bottom of the queue, but you can still send one. We We're may or may not answer it. We're going to record it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so hurry, get your asses together. And also, the reason why we haven't done it yet is because we no longer are doing our 14 Days of Magic Magic Mind Challenge. And you know what? Neither are any of you. We heard from ma- the Magic Mind people <laughs> that none of you have submitted any Magic Mind content. <laughs> so uh, get your shit together. If you submit it, you're almost certain <laughs> to win. <laughs> Your chances are very good. We cannot guarantee it, but your chances of winning are very good at this point. It might be time for you to go ahead and submit something yeah. under a fake name. I might. Hannah Weaver is our big <laughs> winner. It's Anna Weber with two Bs. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this show. What were you? Yes. My global take yes. was there was some pointless stuff as always, Correct. like the fact that the girls are messy. But overall, I actually thought this was kind of interesting human drama 
Uh, Put that on the poster. Kind of interesting. Put that in your pipe. Kind of interesting human drama. Yeah, I mean, I think overall, again, it's been interesting to me. We've heard from a few listeners who say that they have totally tapped out. There's a cat. She's coming up next to you. Oh, guys, this cat's going to join the podcast. (laughs) I feel like this has been the most enjoyable season of Paradise I've I've had in a long time. I agree. I agree. I was, and I was kind of resistant to it for a while. I I agree that this show should not be on in November. That's insane. Um, But getting aside, getting over that fact, I do agree that this has been like an interesting season. And in the end, oh, the cat is on the chair, you guys. Oh, my God. The cat is on the chair. She's about to do a somersault. She's going to flip around. This is just a cat narration podcast now. (laughs) We just tell you what the cat is doing. Yeah, overall, I thought this was interesting. I don't even know if enjoyable is the right word, but some of it is like almost like genuinely interesting that we haven't seen some of these conflicts over and over and over the cat behind me. I feel like she's worked herself into a real cat <laughs> Real cat lamity over there. Boy, this, that's the sound of our listeners turning the podcast <laughs> off. <laughs> Did not tune in for this, uh, this cat content. I want her to flip all the way over. She's not going to flip all the way over with the camera oh! on. Oh, is she going to do as it? Soon as I Are we going to have to cut some of this? This is a lot of cat content. <laughs> for the listener at home, <laughs> uh, you're here for it. <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. Shot. But this I... is what happens when yep. y'all don't leave us reviews. That's right. We just we put in a bunch of cat filler. Right, bunch of filler. This podcast is brought to you by cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's our uh, new sponsor now. Not the musical, right. just the, the animal. animal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So... No. 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 Sorry. Um. I agree. I I don't know what it is either. Like. I don't think I don't think that they got like an exceptionally interesting cast. No, in fact, I think the opposite. Yeah. I think the show is somehow doing well despite the fact that these mm-hmm. people are largely duds. Yeah, but I, I do agree with your larger point that mm-hmm. it seems to just seems to really be hitting me where I need it right now. Uh, look, other people have their problems too. All right, do you want to talk about this uh, Victoria Alex Johnny drama, yeah, the tail end of I that? Assume- we're going to maybe kind of go a little bit chronologically, but mostly just go subtopic to subtopic. Highlights, yes. Yeah. yeah. Chronological highlights. Yeah. Let's do that. Highlights! I believe you, sir, owe America an apology. No, we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long those two crazy kids stay together. I think together. they're going to... Okay, Alex. I mean, I think they're... What do you mean? I just think that uh, I, I still stand by my comment, even though Johnny and Victoria well, seem happy. Well, of course you do. Right. I, I'm not going shocker. to retract my opinion now. No, I can't believe um, that you're not willing to take a step back <laughs> and view the larger picture. No, I mean, I get it. I get your point, in fairness, like they did end up for now together. I just think that Johnny... Okay, there's another way to say this, too. And we talked about this the other day sure. on our walk, our dog walk, and then said, let's save it for the podcast. Yes. I think ultimately what I was saying was that Johnny should have done what Eliza and Kate wanted their men to do. Of like, no, I don't want you doing no. this. No, I feel like that's... that does not sit well with me. Okay. And with most women. Like, I'm sorry, I call complete bullshit on that. I think that if Eliza went over to Rodney and he was like, you're not going on that date, she would be like, uh, the fuck I am. Like, it I, would I be interesting to see, you always, to run like, an experiment. It's really easy as Eliza, 
particularly Eliza, because I feel like Kate at least was acknowledging that it was like a total move, a total yeah, game. Right. And that she was trying to get a specific reaction out of Logan, and she didn't even want Logan to tell her not to go. Yes. She wanted him to feel threatened. That's right. I mean, that's what that's what was going on with both of them. They wanted to like force them into some sort of stronger commitment or feelings. But I feel like Eliza... But, I mean, they did both want that. I think Eliza genuinely was like trying to make the argument that she just wanted... Uh, not Rusty. God, what's his name? Rodney. Ra- I was going to say Randall, Rodney, Randall. The gentleman's name is Rodney. <laughs> that apple guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that she wanted Rodney to just flat out tell her not to go. And I just, I mean, maybe I have a, a more contradictory spirit or, I mean, you know that about me. Oh, of course. Me. I don't yeah. like being told what to do. Yes. I cannot, if he, if... If I were Eliza and Rodney did that, I immediately would be like, fuck you. I'm going on this date. I'll catch you. Never. Sure. But don't you think there's a middle ground of like between what Rodney did and saying like, that's really upsetting to me. I do think there's a middle ground. uh And I think that's what. Uh, I think that's what Victoria had with Johnny. Like, I think Johnny was like, I'm not going to act like I'm happy with it. I'm not going to sit here and smile and tell you to go, which is what Rodney did. You're right. But I like I can't tell you not to explore this thing. That's the point of paradise, and to do so would make you question. Like I, I think Johnny knew that at least for Victoria, she had to go explore that with Alex to feel secure about what she had with Johnny. Yeah, I mean, it it appears that that is the case. I I still, I guess, I still, I come back to my point of like, why do you want somebody who wants to explore now anyway? So none of it matters. Well, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is why do you want somebody who's not sure if they want you? That's that's what I'm getting at. You weren't sure that you wanted me when we first started dating. No, that's and not vice true. Ver- yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. I feel like it, it's real easy for you to take this stance of like, you should never be wavering. You wavered. I wavered. Most people in the initial stages of a relationship will have moments like that. And I mean, of course, if you're on a beach with a bunch of other single people, like to me, Brandon and Serene are the exception, not the Oh, rule. of course. Yeah. So I don't think it's, Nine times out of 10, it's not going to pay off to give some sort of like bold ultimatum, even if you don't like it. Again, I don't like I don't think that Rodney had to sit there and smile like a maniac and be like, I'm fine with you going. I want you to go. No, you don't like say that you don't want to, but you know that she needs to go. Well, I don't know that she needs to. I guess the uh, what's going on here, too, is there's this whole weird thing in Paradise where it's like, are you a couple or not? Yeah. Like, I think that's part of what's going on here is like, if you've crossed yes. over into coupledom. Brandon and Serena. Yes. If you've dr- crossed over into coupledom and then one of the people is like, I'm going to go explore this. To me, that's a like, we'll go fuck yourself. I agree. Move. And that, like, I think in that instance, if it were Brandon and Serene, and Serene was coming in like Victoria, then I do I do fall more in line with you. Of okay. like if I were Brandon, I would be like, all right, well, bye. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. But I don't think Johnny and Victoria were quite in that same boat. They didn't appear to be. And I don't think any of these other couples that are having the same kind of conundrum are. I also think it's a hard position because it just kind of becomes this like circular logic argument of like 
I, I don't want you to go, but I know that I can't tell you not to. I want you to tell me not to go, but I feel like I have to go. You right. Know? It's almost like the logic doesn't make sense here. What we it's need crazy. is to dispatch 10 to 15 philosophers yeah. of analytic logic to this beach to help them think through the syllogisms that they're using <laughs> to justify these dates. So just get some chalkboards out, the whole thing. And if make, A, make then B. Hot. If B, therefore C. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that's that gets it part of my confusion is like cuz I think we're in agreement that like if there's some sort of scenario where you are some sort of committed couple, whatever that means yeah. on this beach, the time for exploring is over. We're Rodney and Victoria had they had and John. That yes, right. Right. Yeah. Like we don't know. Yeah. Cuz I'm in agreement if they hadn't reached a point where it's like we're a pair. Yeah. Then the exploration is not fine, but justifiable. You like, you, yeah, yeah, you can do it. That yeah. was the boat that I thought that all of those couples were in. Okay. Okay, look at this. We've reached some sort of compromise here. What's the cat doing now? Just Are you even listening to me? Adorable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to me. No, I heard... You know what? If it's this cat or me, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I heard you say basically that I was correct and that you were wrong last week. And No, uh... I said we've reached a form of agreement Ooh. where we meet in the middle as a compromise. You go walking your way. I'll start walking mine. <laughs> What is that? We've really met in the middle underneath this old oh, Georgia, Georgia pine. pine. Yeah, indeed. This old Alabama pine. I start walking your way. You start walking mine. We meet in the middle. Meet that old Georgia pine. We... Okay, so... In the end, though, Victoria does choose Johnny for I knew now. she would. As soon as she started saying, like, Alex is everything I want on paper and mm-hmm. Johnny feels like home. Sure. Okay. Bo- I, okay, Bonnie Raitt. Also, uh, Alex may have bigger biceps, but Johnny has a bigger heart, according to Aaron. That's code <laughs> for dick. <laughs> I wouldn't mind... Getting a calendar that has various Aaron sayings on it or oh, like a mug. I thought you were going to say yeah. a calendar with like the men of Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> well, that I think I would get for you, but it would just be Alex the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that uh, like a pillow maybe with some of his sayings on them or uh, a mug. Aaron? Yeah, I feel like he has all these like weird sayings that like weird aphorisms. Aaron can get fucked after this episode. Oh yeah, no, I'm I not saying I like him. I do not him. like that guy. Yeah, so let's, um, we'll get to that when we get to those chronological highlights. Um, but yeah, so Victoria and Johnny are together for now, which also gets to my point of like, they're not gonna end up together. So like, yeah. Why Why is Johnny, like, pouring his heart out for this woman that's going to leave him in three? Like, either keep it casual or... Well, he doesn't or... know that she's going to dump him for Greg Grippo. Yes, he does. I mean, no. any any person, any human could see that. Why? A 100 out of 100 why? people would have realized that they're not going to make it past okay. Paradise. Okay, what say ye of Joe and... What's her name? <laughs> and Serena? Uh, Serena, yeah. That married in a civil ceremony at a judge's office. I love it. They're going to be trotted out next year as another example that the process works. But you know what? You can't argue with it. You can. I will say, (laughs) I mean, I guess it's just a numbers game. Ironically, it seems like Paradise has the most success. Sure. Well, that makes a lot of sense, actually, because you have choices on both sides and you also have tension. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah. Where it's like, because I think the, you know, the lead is at an advantage 
in all these regular shows of like, well, I have my pick and these people are fighting for me. Right. You know, whereas I think that playing field gets leveled a little bit and creates a little more tension between these people. Yeah. Um, which also I think leads to maybe some of the more interesting conflicts that we're leading to um, humanness. This, this very, this raw humanness. This you're is like, the human condition right you're like here. Like Aaron, when he says that the beach has a strange vibe, there's some territorialness. <laughs> See, put that on a That's mug. That's not a word, Aaron. <laughs> there's some territorialness. Territorialness. It's like him and, and W just saying saying <laughs> random things that are kind of folksy and kind of stupid. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once." Shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. All right, so I have to say that they very briefly show us Danielle and Michael, and Michael's like, it's amazing to feel alive again. And it's like, stop this. Like, I already made this point last week, so I won't beat it into the ground, but here I go. Like, you had another woman that was interested in you. Like, you didn't like her. That's cool. But, like, acting like, God, someone sees me. Also, like, is it in bad taste to say it's amazing to feel alive again when your wife died? (laughs) Just asking. Uh, Seems like maybe you could have used a different phrase. Right, a different turn of phrase. Yeah. Yeah. I feel great again. Uh, I feel, well, rejuvenated may not be clear. I feel feel reanimated. Not as alive as Laura, (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Yeah, I don't. I have zero to say about Michael and Danielle. I freaking hate them. I don't freaking hate them. I just Ugh. they give them the right amount of screen time in this episode. Here's what I let me, let me tell you a little something. Okay. Here's what I hate. Okay, let's when, hear. Is this gonna be? This is gonna be a long list. It's not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase that. Here's one thing. Okay, there we go. Better. <laughs> Raindrops on roses. <laughs> you hate um, everything that brings people joy. I okay. Uh, <laughs> I hate it when people go on this show and they get really smug when they couple up. Yes. Like Michael A. Two weeks ago, you were losing your shit, thinking you were going home. Like yes. now, I feel like he's like reappointed himself as this like commentator on paradise. Right. Nobody cares. Like Michael this a. relationship guru. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I, and it's like he, they're just a little smug, and Danielle is too. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you came in and nobody else wanted you because yeah. you were brought in specifically for this sad old guy. <laughs> they brought you in as a ringer because no one wanted yeah. this guy. It's like uh, someone's mom setting Michael up for the dance. Like, actually, Michael, there's someone who does want to take you to the dance after all. Surprise, Ryan. It's your cousin. cousin. He was also (laughs) a member of the Monkees. (laughs) All right, so the women have the power this week. They have the roses. Which is like two weeks in a row, and it seems like it's going to be next week, too. I don't mind that shakeup. Feminism. Hashtag feminism. We're looking at we're looking at feminism in work. <laughs> this is the end of men, guys. You're welcome, Gloria Steinem. <laughs> this is your dream achieved. The feminine mystique, indeed. <laughs> All right, so the women got the rose. I love when Jesse's like, "So there are ten roses, guys. There's eleven of you." That means one man is going home. I feel like he's like, Adam, how do you feel about uh, yeah. that? <laughs> well, it's like a word problem that our first grader would get. Like there are 10 roses and 11 men. Yeah. How many men won't get a rose? But Jesse's like. And neither hey. one of us would know. <laughs> right. Well, it's this new math they're doing these days. 
All right, so I wrote down most of these except who gave their rose to Rodney? Oh, are we doing the rose? Do we have to? Okay, we don't have to do that. No, there no, weren't no. really any surprises. We are, but Eliza. Okay. Oh, Eliza. Oh, this is before right, right, Justin right. shows up. Right, Eliza, Eliza Rodney. Eliza. <laughs> Genevieve, so how many times do you want that clip in in this episode? Just This is a genuine oh, question. a lot. Okay, okay, so we'll, we'll start. The here. limit does not exist. Okay. The limit does not exist. <laughs> All right, so Eliza to Rodney. Eliza. Genevieve to Aaron. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we, like, skipping a bunch of stuff? I don't think so. What I want to talk about the fact that Victoria and Alex are drinking chilled red wine. Oh, I don't even have that in my notes. All right, talk about that then. Is this something that you would like to do with Alex? Hang on. I'm okay, not, now there's a small dog in your lap. Drink. Yeah. You would drink cat piss with gonna, alex well i was just gonna say human urine oh okay yeah i would i would drink urine mm-hmm. um but a close second to that would be drinking chilled there's like one red wine that they serve at domain south at the shout old out one. domain south shout out our wannabe sponsor Hunt. yeah <laughs> katie if you're listening to this she'll tell me what it is because she always gets it it comes in a can okay it sounds awful but that it's actually good and it's chilled but for the most part you're not chilling red wine but like, it's it's the beach yeah you know? but then you shouldn't be drinking red wine uh just, but what are you gonna drink with your veal <laughs> <laughs> that you're having on the beach. It really <laughs> with your cold veal bothered me. <laughs> and now we can talk about the rose. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Ooh, we got that dealt with. Uh, and also, one of our sponsors is Chilled Red Wine. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> it's delicious. All right, I'll read the roses out. You look okay. up what that kind of wine is. Okay. All right. So we already had uh, Eliza and Rodney. Eliza and Rodney. Eliza and Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> Genevieve and Aaron, Jacinia and Andrew, Brittany and Tyler, Uh-oh. Kate and Logan, Shanae, Egan, Jacob, and Victoria in the big move gives her rose to Johnny and not Alex. But then Florence, or if you're one of those twins, Flo, gives Alex her rose and keeps him around. And the Australian dude, Adam, goes home. And funny thing, he leaves backwards from paradise he leaves the opposite direction but that's only because he got a flu shot (laughs) it's true guys look it up we are not uh sharing anti-vax conspiracies on our podcast that is not happening if craig conover believes it it's good enough for me (laughs) i don't know who that is uh craig from southern oh craig is my lawyer yeah oh craig's anti-vax a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, no, yeah. he is. No, he's an yeah, idiot. He yeah. So we have Victoria and Johnny going on this date now that uh, things are totally cool between them. I also have to say this show is just funny because you get this like huge drama and then everybody's like, everything's fine. Like it happened yeah. later with Aaron and Genevieve. Like, oh, I'm so happy they're back together. Like they're going to have this same goddamn fight in a day. Yeah. Like the things are not fine. Well, I also feel like they kind of highlight on the awkwardness of like Alex because he's like, they'll be back. I'm just going to wait. But like, I feel like with other dates, there almost seemed to be zero turnaround between like Sarah being real pissed off about the Logan thing and then like cheering for Logan and Kate. Sure. But then she's gone. Yeah. Sarah left because of a family emergency. That's real convenient. Nobody wants you there in a family emergency. Uh, the family emergency was yeah, that's true, my grandma. My the family emergency. My grandma 
is dying and I'm not going to get a rose-itis. Well, no, she would have had a rose because the women had the rose. But she didn't know that yet. Yeah, I know. But like, what would they, I guess they would have brought in more men. Because if oh, right. Sarah had stayed, it would <laughs> They have been... manufactured an emergency back home for Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, your dad was in a Honestly, car accident. Somebody cut have. his brakes. <laughs> or he really was in a car accident, but the Bachelor producers did it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're the ones who rammed his car. So anyways, we've got uh, Sarah's gone. But I get your point on like everything's cool. Like even Alex was like, yeah, that's cool. Though there was that awkward moment. It's like, what, are we all sharing this same bed now, guys? Yeah, and then they have to live together. Yeah. yeah. But it seems fine other than the fact that everyone's going through that Australian woman shit and that the women are as messy, messier than ever, according to the housekeeping staff. I wanted to know, because she was like, there were stains on it. What kind of stains? (laughs) I don't know. Like blood stains? Stains. Grease stains from Sinead's shrimp hands? (laughs) There were ants everywhere. Ants. ants in the shower. <laughs> what is this? A shower for ants? <laughs> oh. So Victoria and Johnny go in this ancestor ceremony. Um, and Johnny isn't real open on this ceremony the at first. The sweat lodge did not open him up the way that it did his pores. You can open up Johnny's pores, but you can't open his heart. Well, it's so big, <laughs> according to Aaron. <laughs> um. I would love to go to a sweat lodge. Can that is your that? dream. You can do that. That's not my dream. So you, wow. I feel like that is a, actually that is a wonderful like separation trip for you is go to, to go, yeah, lodge. go to a sweat lodge and okay. like sweat out your, sweat, sweat out me what? out. Sweat out my what? Sweat out your grief, your, your anger, your, uh, okay. your heartbreak over I'm, me, I'm you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, usually, oh, the cat is on the computer. Oh, the cat she, turned something she's on. She's talking into the microphone. Yeah. Oh, meow. What you gonna say about this episode? Say meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, while they're gone, I don't have much to say about the date. Do you have much to say about the date with no, uh, I mean, Victoria, Victoria and Johnny? I, if I were Victoria, I would have gotten more annoyed. I actually feel like Victoria does a good job in this episode of like. Uh, seemingly and who knows we weren't on the beach we weren't but like she chose johnny and so now i feel like she's all in on johnny sure you know like because i think it would have been easy because you're right like he doesn't open up at first and it would be easy for her to be like i bet alex would have you know Um, but instead i think she's pretty understanding and um i don't know i actually really like victoria i feel like this is a good example of like Someone that I really strongly did not like in the regular mm-hmm. season that I'm like, oh, you're not so bad. Yeah, that, you still wore that White Lives Matter Sure, shirt, yes. So but, you, yeah. But, but there was, there's this. Yeah. But you're kind of sort of pleasant. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I agree. And I will admit, I thought there was going to be more vacillating with her. And like, yeah. oh, I think that was part of my thing about Johnny was like. Her still being like, like, well, Alex is still here and you're still going to have yeah. one eye on him. And even you know? like, I think I can see that it would be annoying for him to still be there. But I think if it works out that she sticks with Johnny in some ways, I think that's better because like 
it taps into a little bit of that fight that Aaron and Genevieve had where Aaron was like, I want to know that you chose me Mm -hmm. and not just that like Justin treated you badly and then here I am. Right. Like I think if Victoria stays focused on Johnny, even when Aaron or Alex is there, Mm -hmm. that means so much more to me than if he got sent home and it's like, well, it could be out of sight, out of mind. Sure, sure. Well, and I mean the thing too is we really know that Johnny and Victoria stay together and are going to go the distance too. So that's the nice thing about it. Until Greg Grippo. <laughs> I can't help just always wanting to use his full name. You have name. to use his it's full name. It's such a great name. It's a, gra- it's a Greg name. Greg <laughs> Grippo. Yeah, it is. Greg you have to say Greg Grippo. Grippo. You can't just say Greg. The Grippo the Rippo. <laughs> King Grippo. Gripper the Ripper. <laughs> Greg the Grippo. Uh, um, did you see Victoria posted some like Instagram video that was like, Wear this dress for the bad boys. And Greg commented, good girl. Oh. oh there's some like. Meow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Something yeah. going on. Okay. All right. Clearly. Yeah. Those two. Again, all the real drama is happening off camera. Though there is some drama on camera. So the drama is that Justin returns. How do you feel about I'll Justin tell you how returning. I feel. But I also do want to give a mini shout out. Okay. And I don't even know who I'm giving it to. Uh-huh. Maybe aim dame. Somebody tagged us in a meme that was like, "What we really need in paradise is Barb Pilot Pete's oh, mom yes. weighing in on everything." Yes, I would love that. That's what I want. I want like cameos. Yeah, like bring back Barb. Bring in Grandpa John. Yes, and all and to like be like critical. Like, yeah, I'd like yeah, because I think these people deserve. Like, some... Let's make fun of them. Yeah, well, and also this show is like. Hey, bring in us. We can do it. We'll do it. We will do it for like, what, 10 grand each? Yeah. yeah. And we're single. So right. Just throw us in the mix. Yeah. We'll also yeah. just kind of be, right. be mingling. How are you doing, bit. Danielle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just another zaddy. Yeah, right. Here. How uh, you and Alex are really drinking some chilled red wine together. Yeah. I'll yeah. Drink that chilled red You're wine. like, oh, I love chilled red wine, Alex. It's delicious. <laughs> It's bothering me that I can't remember the name of it, and my computer is about to die. So we can't waste valuable processing power on finding out what this wine is. Wine, if you're listening, sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) The slogan is, it sounds terrible, but it's okay. It's decent. Yeah, it's decent. All right, so how do you feel about Justin coming back? Um, I feel fine like i still like justin i feel like he's getting put up against rodney and everyone's like rodney's just the best he's the class president rodney's an uggo like i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it i do not think that rodney is cute and uh i mean you and i have talked about this last guy nice guys don't always finish well that's right and in rodney's case i feel like he's about to get screwed over yes no that's gonna happen i i guess it's not as much about justin himself coming back as like how do you feel about them allowing some people to come back just for the drama of it like justin gets a second chance and other people don't well i think it's funny because uh genevieve was like no you got you got kicked out you Mm -hmm. got cut go home yeah um, but this has happened before. Like, people come back. Yeah, but it seems very, I mean, it is very arbitrary that the producers get to choose, like, well, you're going to cause some trouble, so you get to come back. Which I guess is why everyone has chosen to be on this show at all, is like, well, you'll be interesting on TV. Yeah. So it's really, 
I guess it's strange to even say, well, it's not fair that Justin got chosen because he's going to be interesting on TV because that's the entire reason that every person is chosen to be on this program at all. And I feel like my problem with some of like what Genevieve was saying is almost feel like she thinks that like Justin shouldn't have done it. And it's like, no, of course. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like if the producer's like, you want to come back and pursue this pretty woman? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Eliza. Definitely. Lambrusco. Oh, Lambrusco. Okay. So this podcast is brought to you by Lambrusco. Not Thanks. officially, but Decanter. chill with red wine. Um, How was that reading? Good. It was good, yeah, right? It was good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want that uh, Lambrasco. Red wine uh, and chill. <laughs> Getting all these free ads. Lambrasco <laughs> will expect a check. You're welcome, wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like it. It mixes it up. I feel like. Uh, I don't know. What do we want at the end of this? Just like six happy couples? No thanks. Well, and also, I mean, the alternative is that the goddamn twins come and it's the bottom of the barrel. You I'm going to tell you this. I didn't mind the twins. So we'll talk about the twins when the time comes. <laughs> My argument is that the twins. Were <coughs> the twins are absurd. Are absurd, but they were set up to fail. Yeah. By the producers Look, and the beach. And they seem to still have a good time. In the show if you come in you're screwed yes and you should know that in terms of the pecking order you are shit yes that's right especially if you're young goofy twins that seem kind of stupid oh i liked them at the by the end of that date like well they also they did a nice job with that narrative of like both women are like these twins aren't so bad yeah. they're fun it actually yeah. turns out they're okay yeah these yeah. these guys are cool johnny or jimmy whichever one i got is cool justin and joey so now we have Justin the twin, Justin regular Justin, right. Johnny, Jacob, Jacob, Joey the twin. I thought we already said the other. Okay, so the, no, we yeah. said Justin regular Justin, regular Justin, twin yes. Justin, Johnny, Justinia. Jacob, Joey, Justinia. Yeah, <clears throat> it's too many J's. That's too many. Come on, let's diversify our alphabet a little bit. Jodney, <laughs> Jogan. <laughs> Jekyll J. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Justin comes. He's here for Eliza. He makes a beeline for Eliza. Eliza. Everyone's like, Justin's back. And then he's like, Rodney. Rodney's yeah. like, my boy. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, Eliza, can I scoop you? Yeah. Can I, can I talk to you for a minute? Oh. And so he asks her out. Now, also, Eliza consents to the date before she talks to Rodney about it, right? Yeah, I mean... Which seems to undercut her argument that she wants Rodney to say no. Uh, Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because in my mind, I was like, well, she knew she was going to go. Yeah, no, she probably should have said, I need to talk to Rodney. Right, and then see how he responds. Though I guess it's a different... I need to talk to Jodney. (laughs) (laughs) Rodney and I have to get to the core of this issue. (laughs) Um, that was an apple I joke. I got it. I got it. That was it. an I apple joke. Yeah. I'm really peeling away at these <laughs> issues. What we've got is a real tart granny <laughs> Um No, I honestly was not crazy about Eliza in this episode. I think if you want Rodney to tell you not to go on the date, just don't go. Like, if you don't want to go on that date, don't go. If you do want to go on the date, go. Don't don't put all this pressure on Rodney to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Like, 
you decide what you want to do and do it. And if Rodney feels a certain way about it, he can tell you how he feels. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I get so to to be clear, there is a lot of manipulation in this episode. Yeah, a lot that's unhealthy. Most of it from yes, the women, right? But and also, yeah, Aaron, Aaron, yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think, like, I get, like, I'm not even defending Eliza or Kate, but I get what they want, which is like they I want don't... the the man to like take a stand and be like no. I don't think they do though like you used to always say that about me where you were like you say that you want me to like tell you no more but I don't think you actually want that and in hindsight you might have been correct and in this case I think that's true like I don't think Eliza wants Rodney to say you can't go on this date and at, after a certain point he says I don't of course I don't want right. you to go like that's to me that's all you can do is say I don't want you to go but I'm comfortable enough in our relationship that I think you should go and hopefully it'll give you clarity. And I would, you know, obviously I want you to come back to me. See, now actually that might be the, because Rodney does not do this right. That might be the best play of like, yeah, I'm not, go. I'm not threatened by Justin. Like, you kidding me? Like, go right. have fun and I'll be here because I'm not worried. Well, honestly, I feel like that's what happens with Kate and Logan. Yeah, Like, right. Logan is not happy about it, but he doesn't make a big, he's not all dramatic yeah. about it. He's just like go and then kate goes and she has a terrible time because it's fucking hayden right talking about his goddamn dog i think rodney gets a little bit of a raw deal because it takes him maybe like a half like i feel like eliza's putting a lot of pressure on rodney to do exactly what she wants him to do immediately and just to kind of be a mind reader about the whole thing and I think Rodney doesn't really know how to approach it. He's cl- like he, when he's like smiling and laughing, uh-huh. and she's like, "It's not funny." And he's right. like, "No, I know, I know." Yeah. I think. I mean, he's clearly a little bit surprised and shocked. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. and needs a minute, needs a beat yeah. to catch up. And I just feel like it takes him a second to be like to say the right thing. And at that point, I just feel like she kind of runs with it and is like, "I wanted you to tell me that you were here for me," and like he has been, yeah. you know. So, I mean, again, I, so what I will say, though, is Rodney does a classic Ryan move, which is to screw up and then try too late to fix it in the wrong way. Because then when Eliza... We are married. Yes, correct. (laughs) No, that is not true. (laughs) Yes. Um, But when he later comes and is like, I want to fight for you. Like, what do I need to do to fight for I you? I hate that. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I that's do agree awful. with that. Yeah. Like, like that's an I awful move. Yeah. That's a terrible thing to put on Eliza. Eliza! I, I need you to tell me what to do to make this right. Yes. No, you need yeah. to that's figure what I'm out saying. what to do to make yeah. it right and then just do it. Yeah. Well, and she, yeah. and I that's do, what she wanted the whole that. time. Like, yeah. and so that he kind of like doubly messed up. And I think there's a variety of ways he could have responded that would have gotten a better yeah. response. Yeah. But then in trying to fix it, he only made things worse. Is there, you're having some computer problems I over am. there? I'm going to have to grab my charger. Okay. We'll I take a little, it okay. We'll take a little break here with the summer place. So that was Rodney and Eliza. Let's talk about the analogous situation with Kate and Logan. I'd just like to say one more thing. Oh, yeah. To all the fellas out there. 
I feel like the reason why that move has always rubbed me wrong and it rubs me wrong with Rodney and it rubs me wrong with anybody that does it. It's just fucking lazy. Yes. Like use your brain, Rodney. You yeah. figure it out, you yeah. know? Well, and that's the, uh, it's especially bad in this case because she wanted him to be like direct and active. Like it's always a bad move to be like, tell me how to fix this. But in this case, it's particularly bad because the thing that she was upset about was him not being like strong enough, like forceful mm, enough. You yeah. know, forceful is not the right word. That sounds no, like violent, but, like, but yeah, uh, like well, direct. I was going to say aggressive, but that's not right. right yeah, either. also not. But but to be like confident, pro- assertive, and proactive. Enough. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. wants him to be proactive. He wasn't. It's based, he's basically saying, "Tell me how to be proactive, Eliza." Yeah. Like, like that. That doesn't work. She says, "I wanted you to tell me how you feel," and in true Eliza fashion, then says, "And that would be enough." <laughs> That would be enough. She's just, she's doing it on purpose at this point. Oh, at this point, she's got to be. That's why she burned all of Rodney's letters. (laughs) That's why she comes down and makes Johnny memorize that piano concerto. (laughs) My name is Johnny. (laughs) I am a poet. (laughs) I have a big heart, but I don't show it. That (laughs) that is good. I feel like those twins might be Philip. Young, Uh, uh, nine years old. <laughs> I feel like the twins are um who's the goof you know who Rodney really does kind of remind me of? Who? Is whoever's like Thomas Jefferson's little sidekick. I feel like Brandon is Jefferson and then uh in the when he's like sometimes I even wonder why I even bring the thunder, <laughs> why, why he, he even brings, brings the, the thunder. thunder. That's Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rodney's the class president. Brandon kind of looks like, I feel like Brandon has a Hamilton vibe. Yeah, he could give off, he could be in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, not just be in Hamilton. I feel like he gives off like Alexander Hamilton vibes. Oh, he I don't think off, so. I, do. I don't see he's it. Like, yeah. He's young, scrappy, and hungry. Yeah. We'll give him that. He's but, young, uh, scrappy, and happy. <laughs> <laughs> I was young, scrappy, and hungry, but I just ate. So now I'm just young and scrappy. <laughs> Tell us, uh, tell us your Hamilton Dreamcast from this Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Actually, from the whole of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Yeah, ba- the Hamilton cast. Who is like Hamilton? Yeah, who's Aaron Burr? Who's Sir? Yeah, Sir. Uh, obviously, Chris Harrison would be George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be back. <laughs> uh, I feel like Harrison probably had his like one last time moment. <laughs> Oh wait, I was thinking of the King, King George. King George, yeah. No, who, like, I feel like that's you that, all like, left me. Terrible and we got... fat producer that like, who was that guy? Which one? You're gonna have to be more Brett something. Oh, I don't know. Was he terrible? I don't know. Okay, maybe not. Oh, sorry, Brett something. Maybe yeah. there's a producer that's not terrible that's named Brett, but there's. No, I think there's let's, like a terrible... Let's not be throwing names around of <laughs> I mean, terrible producers. There's any number of... Bre- oh, why? Um, well, because we don't know if we've got the right person. We're accusing Brett of being sh- terrible. I and don't Brett care. might be fine. Come at me, Brett. Brett might be... He's going to come after us with a libel he's suit. He's like real gross. Like he's real greasy and always... Like I feel like he was who they were mocking in that Lifetime show that we oh, okay. watched. Unreal. Just like the super yeah. skeezy producer, okay. Brett. And like he still tweets a lot about the show, but I'm pretty sure he got fired. Okay, from for it. like some sort of Me Too type <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so there's been this has been the uh, baseless allegations part of our show. <laughs> <laughs> We've got your number, it's Brett. New, it's our new baseless allegations segment. Uh, 
Okay, so <laughs> Kate goes out with Hayden. Also, Hayden, like Pizza Pete, does not redeem himself in any way. Question. Yeah. Did you know that Hayden has a dog? This is the first I've heard of it. Uh, What's name? this dog's name? Might be Rambo. Rambo. Might be uh, Rambo. Did you know this dog was... Uh, was spent up just start again did you know did you know that Hayden spent upwards of two billion (laughs) dollars to keep this dog on a ventilator he actually spent the gross domestic product of Iowa (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to keep his dog alive for three oh, minutes. Oh, jeez. Look, listen. Okay, I actually was thinking about this. So this is a question for you. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Let me take a sip of my water. Okay. This How is a serious question. How much money would you have spent to keep Ella alive for two more years? <sighs> If it was if a, she was in good health, if it was a guarantee, it was like, a guarantee, and she was she's in, in good health, and good health the whole time. I don't know, ten thousand dollars. Oh, try uh, tripling that. <laughs> I feel like I maybe would spend oh two years. Two years. Ten thousand for sure. Okay. Fifteen, yes. Twenty thousand, we're getting dicey. Yeah, then it's getting. It's like, what have you done for me lately, pooch? <laughs> And then I'm starting to think about the time that she shit on the ceiling yes, somehow. somehow from the floor. Somehow it went all the way. These were not short ceilings either. No. And that it's not an exaggerated story that's like grown over time. It's no. not a tall tale. She literally oh, it was a tall got shit, shit is on what the it ceiling was. somehow. Um, I don't, I mean, I, what my point is, I am someone that would spend an absurd amount of money to keep a dog whom I repeatedly called my soulmate, mm-hmm. still do, alive. And I plan to get a tattoo of. Yes. Like, yeah. I have an obsession with this animal, and it makes me sad every day that we don't right. have Right. I'm anymore. a little sad thinking about it right now. Me too. Do you yeah. want to take a break and cry? <laughs> um, I still wouldn't do, like, it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, it should be endearing, especially to me. Uh-huh. It's not doing this, but I'm like, you're weird. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's everybody's. Yeah, that's everybody's response to it too. Is like, even because Kate's like, I love animals, but yeah, Yeah. though it appears later she's like, well, he's got some money. He's fucking rich. Yeah, that guy's loaded. Yeah, Yeah. well, not anymore. He dropped a hundred grand on his dog. (laughs) He actually had a hundred hundred thousand dollars and ten cents. I don't know. I mean, I definitely also think part of it is just that I hate Hayden. Like if it yeah. were Alex, I feel like I might be like, That's amazing. But he yeah. wouldn't have done that. He no, would have I feel like held Alex the dog until it died. And have yes. been like, Look, it's time like it's the cycle I'm of life. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's part of it too, is like it seems almost selfish. Selfish. Yeah. Like and that's his whole approach to Rambo seems selfish. It's like this dog is here. For me to yeah. make me happy, he took that toy with him to the yes, bachelor, even though correct. it was Rambo's favorite cancer toy. toy. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. I feel like that <laughs> all tracks. So uh, Hayden tries to defend himself for saying that Gabby is rough around the edges. I feel like just don't bring that up or be like, you know, I misspoke. That's not quite what I meant. Which he did say I misspoke, but it was also couched in like five other things. Yes, of, like. But she is. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't have said it, but she's real rough around the edges. (laughs) Though I also have to say that Hayden did not really give a great performance ziplining in the jungle either. What a wimp. And I mean, that is how I. people who have gone ziplining, and I feel like we did it better than Hayden. Yeah. He was like, there was a great shot of him like screaming in the jungle (laughs) as they pan away. To be fair 
scared of Hayden, I would not want to zipline upside down. No, like, and that backwards. Just doesn't yeah, seem fun. Yeah, but he does not. Uh, he's not what Kate wants in no. this situation. Which is yeah. ironic because I don't think that Logan is like a real manly man. He's not, but he wouldn't have screwed. He would just been like, yeah. I do feel like fast. Logan has like a quiet manliness. To sure, him. manliness. Manliness. Yeah, he's got a quiet manliness. Well, this might be a good way to segue into our talk about the twins because everyone is like flabbergasted that they've allowed these 24-year-old babies on the show, but Logan is 25. Yeah, though they both had their passies. Wee, my passie. (laughs) more paper. (laughs) More margaritas. (laughs) I don't, I mean, this, it just seems... I don't mind if you want to freak out about the twins being there and being 24. But as I said to you in the parking lot at work today, it's weirder to me that Michael A. is 38 and sure. is there. Like, For dude, sure. you have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, right. 24, like, 24 is too young to be on this beach partying. Right. Like, that's a, it's but an like, absurd argument. <laughs> nobody, like, nobody's saying boo about Logan. He's 25. I think there's somebody else that's 25, I mean, too. to be fair, they did bring that up earlier when someone was comparing Logan I think it was Shanae. Right. It was, she like, was like, well, he's, he's young. actually a lot younger. Yeah. Or no, it was Lace because she asked oh, him right. how old he was. Lace is gone now? Yeah, yeah, she's okay. gone. Get yeah. out of here, Lace. For, Maybe I, Lace will come back after Rodney gets dumped for oh, Justin. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Or just be waiting like in the van. I feel like that's your move. I mean, something happens next week. Did you watch those previews? I did. Everyone's weeping. But I feel like they because always... Because Lace comes back. They always do this. It was like the Mad Men previews where it's like... <gasps> yeah. They show like Pete flabbergasted and then it's like... <gasps> you made chicken, Trudy. Like it's like nothing. <laughs> Kellogg's pulled out of the ad. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, again, I don't mind the twins. I'm going to take a... Okay. I, was, I don't find them attractive. Okay. Uh, I would not personally want to go on this date, but I was kind of glad. I feel like you're right. Like, they came in meant to be a punchline uh-huh. and i like it that they were like you know what the twins are here motherfuckers sure. yeah i'm I don't wearing think a they... gold chain my brother joey's in a silver, in a silver one. chain you can also <laughs> tell that they've done this shtick a lot and then yeah. it usually gets a much better response <laughs> and they're sort of like wait a minute this is it's like when you do your magic act in a new city and people are impressed and you're like what's going on here what's wrong with the tulsa audience <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I agree with that, that they kind of stuck it out and were just like, okay, well, we're going to have fun and we're going to do our best to have fun anyways at the Cantina Games, at oh Wells's Star Wars Cantina Games. <laughs> well, that Cantina scene had to be cut because it was offensive. <laughs> Isn't that right? No. Yeah. What, the Cantina scene yeah, in Star Wars? Yeah, like it's not in some of them because there's, there's something offensive in it. You told me that. When they go into the cantina. What? Yeah. Something happens that was like. Oh, no. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is this. So it's it's Greedo shooting first. <laughs> or, or Han shooting first. So initially, Greedo the bounty hunter. Okay, yeah. Comes in to My confront Han Solo. And Han just shoots him. But George Lucas felt bad about it, Mm -hmm. so he re-edited it to make Greedo shoot first, so Han shoots in self-defense. How about me knowing this Star Wars folklore that you didn't know? It's not a people don't like the new thing. People don't like the thing that got added in. They liked it. They liked politically incorrect 
Right, uh, they like a rogue Han Solo. They, he's a rogue. He's like a scoundrel. Eliza. She wants. Yes. She wants a solo. <laughs> she does. She doesn't want. She wants Rodney to shoot first. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rodney's like Eliza. Tell me when to go. <laughs> right. Have a good time. Do you need me to pack your bag for you? I made you. I made you some milkshakes to take on the road with some pirouettes. Oh, that's a Ryan move too. Have the straws? Uh, yeah, pirouettes. How about how that one twin was like, I adore European culture. Oh, my God. I've never been to Europe personally, yeah. but I hope one day to go there. Also, he's like, I'm Italian. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm from Italy. But then he's like, I've never been to Europe. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> that is That was the one of the douchey oh, things the twins did where I was like, was go home. cringy. Go yeah. home, twins. Yeah, that I feel like was... Uh, was encapsulated my impression of the twins and a lot of people's impression of the twins. Meanwhile, Aaron says that one of the twins is the size of a shit I took this morning. <laughs> Again, coffee mug. That's put it on Right, put it on a coffee mug. Uh, no one can tell the twins apart. Jesse says, is this going to be double trouble or double fun? Double trouble. <laughs> then they pull out their double mint gum. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, they go on this date and it seems to go fine, right? Yeah, it takes Shanae and Flo. And the one twin was like, Flo, do you like want to go on this date? Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, it takes the women a while. But I feel like they warm up and have a good time. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they like make out a bunch. Yeah, sure. Well, like, and uh, this is actually not a date I would want to do either. Like, turn like there are very no. few things that would turn me off to tacos but turning a human into a giant taco yeah. is one of them. Like All I might not eat a taco again. I feel like, aren't you getting food in places that's not Correct. comfortable? Well, like... and for instance, an egg in your ass <laughs> <laughs> as one uh, example of a place where you're getting food that's I uncomfortable. Just, whenever they, especially when they do food items that involve a lot of sugar. Sure. Like, and also like, like in, an in like swimsuits. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. None of this is going to be good. So the last big drama is Aaron and Genevieve. And I'm yes. curious what your take was on this. Okay. So a couple of things. Your I think take. I believe that the best way to talk about this is to consolidate the two fights that they had. If okay. you're okay with that. Because they yes. had the fight about her saying like, oh, there was more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then there was the big fight at the end. Because um, the bottom line is Aaron is just a dick. So, I mean, I don't disagree at all. I'm okay. not going to, to go to bat for Aaron at all. I, I will say a couple a couple thoughts. One is I kind of liked this because usually the couple, they don't follow the couples long enough to get to this point Yeah, on Paradise. Like they only follow them to the like, we're in love. This is great. And yeah. then when reality sets in and they're having like these You're stupid, stupid fights Welcome about to a relationship. nothing. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, Later, when you're like, well, why did so and so break up after they Paris? Like so it was perfect, right? Like it's because yeah. of bullshit like this that happened a week later. So I, I will liked... say though, it should make them a little nervous because most couples are able to just like forego that uh, while they're in paradise. Correct. Right? Like we're in Mexico, yep. everything's fine. Yep. No. And so if you can't even do that a weekend in Mexico, yes, then that is said several times. Um, is like this. This is a red flag. This should be the honeymoon period for them. Which I feel like was why Genevieve was like, "I'm out." Because yeah. I. I don't think that was necessarily the right thing to do, but I do understand that inclination of like, nope. <laughs> so, yes and no. I mean, I think that I understand the inclination, but it felt like a manipulative move for sure. I didn't think, I don't think that it was Genevieve purposefully being manipulative. 
I think she's a very dramatic person. Sure. I honestly think if Aaron hadn't come and talked to her and stopped her, she, <clears throat> excuse me, I think she would have gone home. Like, okay, so that was my question. Like, yeah. I could not tell genuinely if she was ready to leave or if she was like wheeling the suitcase back and forth on that path. Like, yeah, but I feel like eventually she would have been like, I guess she got to pull leaving. the trigger on this yeah, thing. Yeah, like, I, yeah, you called my bluff. It would have been, it would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess to me, so first of all, these two aren't going to make it. Correct. Um, so, and yeah. these fights are stupid, and I their feel communication like this is, the type is terrible. Of thing that, uh, John Gottman is that the the yeah. guy who's yep. like I can tell within two minutes yep. whether I feel like he would look at you wouldn't even have to like watch them interact he would yeah. just be like no yeah they're Clearly they're not no. gonna make it yeah John Gottman can immediately tell as can all of America well it so I mean the the communication is clearly very bad on both sides yeah here Aaron is being a huge dick and I feel like the moment where he's like. I don't know. Let me think for a minute if we want to talk. Like, that was the most Oh, is dickish. it just good for you? Right. Is this a good time? And he's also just, like, he's fucking sh- sitting there. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's, like, in the... He's like, I'm in a business meeting. Like, he's yeah. just... he's It's like a power play Here's, to, like, take power back. Yes. Here's the thing that bothers me about Aaron. And I feel like I can say this because it is something that I recognize in myself. Okay, I'm eager to see where this goes. I It seemed to me, honestly, with both of these fights, but especially the second one, which I think might suggest that he was still pissed about the first one. He seemed like he was so ready to fight with her. And he was just like uh-huh. looking for any little thing that she said to get mad and he just kind of flew off the handle um, because he was already mad or irritated with her. And so then she says one little thing and he's like, how could you do this to me? You know, it was mm-hmm. an overreaction. It was like an escalation. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think a better, obviously a much better response would be like, you know, because she, she came in with what John Gottman would call a harsh startup. Sure. To a conversation. Sure. Which indic- is is going to lead to a worse conversation. But... I mean, he could have been like... Well, I'll stop you right there, actually, because I would argue that Genevieve didn't. I mean... I would have to go... I feel like she can't... Instead of saying, like, hey, I'm frustrated that you've been spending all day with the boys. Like, I feel like it, she, like, walked away. She did walk and, away. Like, it, and was much more... Like, instead of just saying, like, hey, I'm frustrated about this. I mean, I It was I much agree. more accusatory, which is, well, again... look, I... You know this. It could have been a lot worse. Oh, I've, sure. Like, I've been much worse. Like, I actually was impressed by how much Genevieve maintained her composure in this situation. Well, but I'm talking about the very initial moment where she, like, confronts him about yeah. it. Cause yeah. Because then, so what I'm saying is she could have, a healthier version of this would have been her saying, like, I know you're having fun with your boys and I like to see it, but I feel like you've been ignoring me yeah, today. Yeah, like... Aaron, I'm sorry. I really value the time that we spend together. Let's go spend an hour together yeah. right now. Done. I, but I feel like <laughs> she gave a... Ver- Again, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Hindsight's always going to let you fine-tune what you should have said in the moment. To me, she got a lot closer to that version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she walked away and she was a little bit, you could tell that she was mad. But I think for the most part, again, she maintained her composure. She didn't lose her temper at him. 
So I thought she came pretty close to doing what was a good way to let him know that she wasn't happy. And then he just like flipped sure. the fuck out. Sure. No, I agree. And and he kept it going. Like yeah. that's the other thing is Aaron does this a couple times in these two episodes of like, I'm fine, except I'm mad. Yeah, like which if is you're a, mad, be mad. Which is a Ryan move as well. Yeah, yeah, like just own your feelings and be mad if you're mad. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me you're fine. And then for the next 12 hours, continue to like make passive aggressive remarks. Sure. And... Or to pick something else to get mad at because you're mad about the right. first thing. Which again, like that's my guess about why that pool thing escalated so quickly. Uh-huh. I think he was still mad at the way that that went down. Sure. So, and I think that's all fair. Again, the communication here is awful. I do think that whether Genevieve was right or not, I still think she was being overly dramatic oh, by yeah. packing her stuff. But Aaron has set a terrible precedent yeah. by being like, if you storm out of the house, you'll get what you, I mean, she even says that she's like, all it took was me threatening to leave yeah. to get us to confess our true feelings for each yeah. other. And then they're like all drinking champagne and stuff. And I hated that. I was yeah. like, I feel like we just witnessed a bunch of like emotional abuse and now yes. we're cheersing each other yeah. because they said, I love you. Yes. No, I thought that was one of the worst moments of the entire yeah. season. I, like they're trying to split. Oh, the cat. Oh, my goodness. She scratched my pants. Uh Uh-oh. Not so cute now, is she? (laughs) Oh, but it was was adorable. She was. It was was an adorable scratch. Yeah, I just was really bothered by the way that it was suddenly uh, presented to us as a... As a romantic moment. Yes. When I was like... It was not at all. This is like an emotionally manipulative person. Yes, right. Well, and this is like a a relationship that has a lot of problems. We should not necessarily be celebrating. They're like Sid and Nancy. Also, way to age yourself. He did say it's a dated reference. He did. Um, But (laughs) I don't even know that reference. Right. Me and you like Sid and Nancy. That's that crazy train song that the, the boys like. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> Be my butterfly, sugar baby. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we're largely in agreement here is that the communication is terrible. Aaron was a dick. Genevieve was a little overdramatic. And this is not a relationship that anyone should be toasting Correct. champagne to. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's your episode for there's this week. There's your week in paradise. <laughs> was 700 fence posts from your place to house neither one of us was old enough to drive a car sometimes it was raining sometimes it would shine we wore out that gravel road between your house and mine i'd start walking your way you'd start walking mine we meet in the middle, meet that old Georgia pine. We gain a lot of ground, cause we both give a little. Ain't no road too long, we meet in the middle. It's been seven years tomorrow. Set our vows under that old pine tree. You ought to see it now. Standing in the backyard, reminding me and you 
If we don't see eye to eye, there's something we can't do. I'd start walking your way, but you'd start walking mine. We meet in the middle, meet that up Georgia Pine. We gain a lot of ground, cause we both give a little. Ain't no road too long when we meet in the is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.